Welcome to the Illuminating Mycelium Podcast. The podcast for everyday people by everyday people. I'm your host, Project Dave, and I'm back at it again to continue highlighting and amplifying the lives, ventures, and endeavors of everyday people just like you and me and learning from them along the way. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Project Dave, and we've got another episode for all you guys. Today, we'll be highlighting and amplifying Gino for Art. He's a local artist that specializes in murals and has done work all around the Twin Cities here in Minnesota. He's painted public murals for cities and schools, businesses too, and a plethora of other private pieces. He has a real passion for the work he does, and it definitely shows. If you're interested in checking out some of his art, you can follow him on Facebook or Instagram via the links in the description box. Otherwise, just search for Gino for Art. His murals are an absolute masterpiece, so I promise you won't be disappointed. But before I bring Gino on, allow me just a brief moment to talk about what fuels this podcast, myself, and a ton of other everyday people. When talking about everyday people and their stories, we can't help but talk about all their hard work. So grab a cup of coffee. I often think about what fuels a lot of these everyday folks, as well as what sustains me personally. Coffee certainly helps, but it can't just be any coffee. It's gotta be coffee made by everyday people for everyday people. The kind that when you brew it in a pot, it kind of just draws everyone to the kitchen and they're sniffing that aroma. Our beans are sourced from small businesses in the heart of the Appalachia. My personal favorite, the Route 39 blend from Lexington Roasters is a Forbes top ranked coffee. You can also check the notes on each blend to determine flavor profiles, shipping, and more. Beans are roasted on a weekly basis to ensure freshness. So if you're looking for some extra fuel to aid you in your everyday lives, ventures, and endeavors, go to thegrindbluefield.com backslash shop coffee dash roast or click the link in the description to pick out your next coffee beans and brew a pot of happiness. The grind never stops. All right, perfect. Well, I appreciate you taking time to come on my podcast. So I had came across you like a few months ago on the Brooklyn Center Facebook page because I saw that you posted a lot of your artwork there, some of the murals that you were doing, and I really liked your work. It really caught my eye, and I've just been following you ever since then. I really like all the progress that you're making and everything. So I thought, man, I really want to get this dude on my podcast. I made it happen, and I'm glad you're here to tell us more about it. Oh, yeah. Thanks, man. It's all good. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. So uh, before we dive into your work, do you want to just give a little brief intro to yourself for some of my listeners here? Um, yeah, so I'm Gino Ko. I go by Gino for Art. I'm a local um, artist based in uh, Minneapolis. Um, I work a lot on uh, murals and, um, and specialize in portraits. So. I've been um, doing uh, mural work for the past, I think, about five years. But I've I've been a professional artist for like I don't know, like probably like seven years now. Or so, but started getting more into murals, like you know, for the past five years. Gotcha. And what first brought you into like artwork? Like, what started the whole passion for murals and stuff like that? Um, so in terms of art, it's like, it's like a calling. Everyone has a passion for something, you know, there's something that 
you know, if it's if you have an option to do, you know, if you compare to like everyone doing their regular nine to five or so, like everyone have a thing that they would love to do and, you know, get paid for. Also, so um, uh, art has always been a, you know, a part of me that like ever since. Yeah. Does that go back to your childhood too? Like, did you used to draw a lot when you were little and stuff like that? Did you know early on? Yeah, I didn't necessarily know much about having a career in it, but yeah, I would <laughs> like art. I think art and gym class were like probably like my favorite classes, so because this this stuff just came easy. Um, everything else, you know, I had to put in some work. Um, in all my classes, I usually um, I'm always drawing on the I don't know, like just in my classes, and then like. During those parents and teacher conferences, you know, the teachers be like, "Hey, man, he's, um, he's." I mean, they they would say, "I'm to myself." You know, I I'm always drawing. I don't necessarily, you know, do the work that that I'm supposed to do and stuff. So that would be like my complaint during, you know, parents parents and teachers conference. Yeah, I feel like that's really common for a lot of creative and artistic people. Is that like? You know, the teachers kind of see them off in their own world, but like they're actually creating like a masterpiece on that paper that they don't even know about, you know? Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, is the thing, I had a friend that also, um, he drew in school or so, so he always inspired me because I'm like, because I'm so amazed about at his work, so I'm always trying to, you know, just be as good as he is and stuff, but he didn't. He doesn't necessarily care much about it. He's like, yeah, you know, it's whatever. I'm like, dude, your stuff is crazy, man. Like, your stuff is really good, you know. So like, there's some people that that their that their level is like almost godlike level, but they don't really care. Like, yeah, I don't really care much about it. Just uh, just something I can do. So so me watching, I had a couple of classes with him, and uh, yeah, so he's like in a way one of those people who inspired me to you know want to keep going because like i see someone that's better than me and then and then i just keep trying to like imitate his work or like just try to be as good as he is you know so i had something that kept pushing me yeah i feel that um i was just gonna say man it feels like the people who are like the most like creative and most like talented are always so humble and like for them, it's not about the money; it's about the craft itself. I feel like that's definitely something I've picked up on over the years. Yeah, no, with time, it really doesn't become about the money anymore because, like, you—it's one of the things that you love so much that you would probably even have done it for free. But thank goodness they're paying you for it. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, it's, yeah. The the way this is, I don't necessarily care much about you know the money coming in and stuff, uh, but. Um, and, and like I mainly just like the passion of just doing it, but is and then in a way it's kind of like well shoot thank goodness like you know they're paying me for it so because I might have actually done it for free just because I liked it so much I like doing it, but uh, sure. yeah. <laughs> so uh, do you want to tell me a little bit about maybe some of your recent work? I know that uh, I saw you post the other day that you did a couple of murals at the state fair, right? Um yeah so. At the State Fair, so the State Fair was, like, is pretty much my most recent work because I just finished that, like, a couple of days ago. Um, the State Fair, it was, it's me and a couple of other artists who painted at the State Fair. Um, it's uh, eight by eight, um, eight feet by eight feet, um, like a triangle 
little tripod type mural or something. And um, this fair, this is the first time the fair is that was ever doing something like that. So it's also an honor being um, the first to be a part of this experiment that they're doing. That you know they might end up do, um, doing it every year, or they might end up doing it again or so, and maybe with like other artists or with the same artists. So um, yeah, yeah. So that mural <clears throat> is the theme of that mural is called Joyful World, and it was more like, okay, if you had the power to, you know, to change the world or to um, transform the world the way you would like to see it. And so like, what would you like it to look, I mean, what would you want it to look like? So for me, I'm always big on um, diversity and like um, uh, interracial as, as in like people coming um, together as a, as, as a race, as, um, as like, a, as the, so, so that's most this a lot of my public work um, relates to that. So my thing was, um, and I also um, do a lot of like joyful art. So um, my thing was, I created a black kid, a white kid, you know, um, in a superhero outfit, and they're just having fun. You know, so that's a lot of my public art, and that's what I did for the state fair. Nice, I like that, man. It's very innocent. <laughs> Um, do you feel like people are coming to appreciate more or sorry, I should say that again. Do you feel like people are coming to appreciate art more? Cause I've noticed that um, a lot of the more projects that you've been doing recently, some of them are even like part of like city projects and stuff like that. So do you feel like there's a renewed interest that's coming around for people with art? Yeah. 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 I really do think so. Especially the last couple of years. Um, it's really the way the art world has like shifted because before the way I mean before like how art world was is like you start making money probably after you die or when you get really old or like only through galleries and stuff but now with social media you know like you could like it's so easy for people to find you you're so easy for you to connect with people so um and in terms of the with the city um the city is trying to find ways to connect with the community and they're not really too sure how, but they know like art is a universal la- is a universal language, and it's something that um, that they feel as though like hey, a lot of people can can relate to it. And so like you know, everyone has some sort of art piece in their home. So a lot of cities are now reaching out to artists to help them with some of their projects or to help them think outside the box. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, what's like one of your favorite projects that you've worked on over the years? Like, which one are you most proud of? If you have one, man, that is, <laughs> that, that is hard because like, usually my most recent ones are usually, um, uh, my most proud of so, but actually, um, okay. So the, there's a work I did this summer. I did for, um, Twin Cities, um, Academy is, uh, um, high school. So I, um created a mural in their lunchroom um with their school theme um it's like a really welcoming mural or so um so that is like my i think so far that's like my favorite mural because of just what it means and be, and also the fact that it's gonna um it's just helping uh the students just have a better space to chill and vibe and stuff because like 
Because for me, like, you know, in my high school, it was just plain, <laughs> plain walls. There was nothing there. Yeah, so I'm like, here. you know, they're pretty lucky that they get a, you know, well-designed wall that has a lot of meaning and they can relate to. And that's the thing about art. I feel like it really draws your attention to how mundane things can be without it. You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. I had that same experience in high school. Like, the walls were just super boring, like... I can imagine going there now and having like more art. I feel like that would give me a different experience, you know, like a more positive one. Yeah. 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 Most definitely. So, yeah, I mean, I think nowadays the more high schools are picking up on the art. So, so this summer I've done two high schools. Um, There's another high school uh, pending on another uh, murals for the lunchroom. So, yeah. So a lot of schools are picking up, you know, designing i mean like creating a mural or so in the lunchroom and having some you know vibrant colors around the school which is pretty cool i don't know you know um, <laughs> like i said I, i'm always like man i wish it was like that when i was in school but <laughs> yeah, at least at least it's changing now for sure now on the flip side of things we talked about a lot of things that you enjoy has there ever been a project that you maybe got like frustrated with and like if so how did you navigate it to finish it out oh man yeah this is <laughs> a lot of trial and error there are some projects you um, i get frustrated with um, a lot of the frustration usually comes from um from starting you know it's, it's like it's almost like where do i start when there's a new project so it's like where do i start with like where do the ideas come from like how do i go about with it um as in terms of when the so so that's mainly like a lot of my hard work comes to the thinking of what to create and the you know talking to the i mean whoever the um organizers or so or anybody in charge like talking to them trying to find out what's in their head or what they would like to see um so so that's really like the most but that's to me that's like the hardest part like and then uh and that also includes like uh, coming up with a design so but then once that is done all i just do is just transfer it so i, I sketch out all my designs on my um ipad um we have uh like a it's called well we have like this um app to uh design stuff in and um after i'm done with that then all i just do is just transfer it to um to the surface i'll be painting on gotcha gotcha yeah um do you have any like upcoming projects that you want to share that you're excited about or anything um you're listening to the illuminating mycelium podcast if you're enjoying the show you should come check out all of our fresh new merchandise and apparel that just dropped on our store We've got t-shirts, pants, sweatshirts, hats, phone cases, water bottles, coffee mugs, shoot, even blankies, and a ton more. All made with comfy fabrics and premium materials. They feature our signature logos, catchphrases, guest picks, and come in all sizes. Now shipping nationwide right to your doorstep. Just go to illuminatingmyceliumpodcast.com or click the link in the description to pick out your next gear and become the mycelium. There's a there's a few I don't really even know which one is uh, <laughs> which is which. 
So, um, I, so there's a mini art show coming up on the um, this. Uh, man, there's a lot of stuff coming up this month. Okay, so there's one coming up. There's there's a mini project, you know, art show, uh, poetry coming up in um, on the seventeenth of this month. Um, that will be in Hudson, Wisconsin. That will be at the Fib Center, um, the Fib Center for the Arts. Uh, so um, I have some um, some of my work on canvas that will be displayed in the gallery, and we have like a, an art show and a poet and a poet thing going on. Uh, then there is gonna be another smaller art show at um, at a cafe uptown that will be on the thirtieth of this month. Um, in between that, I have two murals that need that need to finish up um one of them is at um is in St Paul on University Avenue at um uni- university and Victoria so it's called the Victoria Theaters for the Arts um creating a murals out, I'm creating a mural outside of that and then I'm finishing up a mural in Brooklyn Park at um Zanewood Elementary. I think after the mural is complete, it's, it's going to be moved to um, the Brooklyn Park Community Center. Nice, man. Sounds like you got a busy month ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I try to finish everything I can before this code comes in, man. Trying to deal with yeah, this. that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I've, I, 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 I paid it one time when it was, you know, when it was getting really cold. Um, Around that time, I was still pretty new to public art and stuff. Though my heart, my hands and fingers was frozen, man. I could not do. I could not even, you know, push the on the push down on the can for the paints. To oh come god! Out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. Once I experienced that, I'm like never again. Everything else, so I have a few projects that have been postponed to next year. I'm like I cannot do it during the winter and all this other stuff. So. Yeah, so I have a few projects that I'm going to start um, early spring of next year because I'm not able to do them this year. Okay, that makes sense because, yeah, I know that you do, like you said, you do a lot of yours outdoors in public. So I was just going to ask, like, how does that work in the winter? Do you kind of just shift to, like, indoor projects or how do you do in the winter? Yeah, indoor projects in the winter. um, um, Sometimes in the winter I get to create what I want to create. Um, I've really had a chance for that also because like my plan is to um, end up having a a bigger art show with all my latest work. Um, but in between during the winter times, um, I'm like we uh, we're revising also like trying to like plan out how my summer is going um, um, to be. The gain my website out so I have more prints and canvas that is much easier to to purchase. And I'm making um, orders for people. So it's like when it comes down, so, you know, someone wants something done for their girlfriend or their wife or their husband um, or birthdays or anniversary. So there's always something coming up. So it's like whenever I post something um, on social media, I always get some inbox on like, hey, can you do this? Or, you know, how much does it cost to do this? So there's always something going on. I, I have to pick and choose what I can and what I can do. Yeah, I feel that. I was going to say, I know that you're always getting a lot of comments on your posts, so I'm sure that you're busy all the time with that kind of stuff. And then bringing a website on, that's just going to get you even more booked, I'm sure. 
Yeah, no, it's been yeah, it's it's been pretty good. It's you know for for an artist or so. I've, I always tell you know certain people like to to remember that it's oh it's a business and stuff like don't forget the business part of it and you know pay attention and know how your spending is going and know how you use your time. So because um, there there's so much because I there's a few artists who just love the passion of it but then they're not really making much money or maybe they're not paying attention to where the money is going. So I'm like, yeah. So my advice to some, to a couple of artists is like, Hey, remember it's a business. Like even though you pay, you love it. Or I'm like, Oh, if you can't do it, find someone who can help you handle it. You know, that could help you with the paperwork and stuff. Cause I, I know a few artists that have um, assistants and have people doing all the paperwork for, for them. Yeah, I think that's definitely some solid advice. Um, when you were saying that, it kind of reminded me of one of my friends that's a photographer. Um, you know, he's really passionate about it, but he's actually going to be getting out of it because he wasn't really able to get the the business side of it down. And so I yeah. feel like, you know, having that balance of both creativity and the profitability, that really sets yeah. you up for like a sustainable long-term path, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and also it's, also, it's a learned skill. So it's not like, oh, you, I either got it or you don't. I had to learn it. I had to go through a lot of trial and errors on the um, on how to go about with it and stuff. So it's not like, oh, you, it's hopeless. It's it's a learned skill. For sure. And there's a lot of info out there nowadays, too. A lot of people that are willing to help. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah you, I mean, you guys always check on YouTube and stuff. There are a few people trying to have you sign up for their course and stuff. You know, you, you can look at certain people's course and see if it's worth it. Um, a lot of courses just want to, you know, get your money and yep. stuff. But then there are a few stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know. And then there are a few stuff that, you know, a few videos that actually just kind of break down certain things to you, I mean, for you and stuff. Um, and this is, you know, this is for any um, body listening that wants to be in the arts, photography, dance, you know, whichever artistic form you want to be in and stuff. It's just for you guys. Yeah, for sure. Appreciate that. Um, so you had talked a little bit earlier about how, you know, pa- painting these murals and how art has like a deeper meaning to you of bringing people together. Um, do you have like kind of like a long-term vision of what you plan to do with your artwork and what it means to you on a deeper level? Yeah, that's a really good question. <laughs> um, for so so far for my art, I would I, I have this thing where like I want I want to have as much people as possible to to have my art in the, in their home. So it's almost, so that's like just one of my visions and goals. So. Um, but I mainly have, like, like I said earlier, the message of, um, of bringing people together. That's mainly, you know, my goal for, for, for how it is when I do my art. There's, it's like, you just find a way to bring people together. So, and like, you just have people just vibe and enjoy my art. That's pretty much what I have for the most part right now. I mean, well, um, apart from like making, you know, a, a steady income, you know, and being a um, striving artist or so, but as in terms of the art part, so yeah, more so uh, just having people enjoy my art and, you know, um, it, certain art means different things to people, 
and stuff and just seeing uh, I've like seen certain artwork that like I mean I remember the first time I saw like my art bring some bring tears to someone I'm like holy crap like I didn't think you would you know it meant so much to them and stuff so I was like wow so like it, so sometimes it's just that rewarding aspect of it like the the reaction from um from clients or from like art collectors and stuff just like how much they just love the the type of work I do, then they're like that. That alone is enough for me to just keep going. For sure, that kind of reminds me of a post that I think you just put last week, where someone at the state fair, I think, had asked about you or asked where your paintings were. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Well, at the state fair, a couple of people have reached out to me. Um, some of them saw me on uh, on Fox Nine, or um, or just or just they've been following me for some time. So I'm not too sure which one you're talking about. Um, I think I don't remember the exact post, but um, yeah, I mean, I was basically just saying that's awesome that, you know, people really enjoy your art and, you know, clients coming back to you. That's got to be a great feeling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, most definitely. I, I was. <laughs> yeah. When when the same clients comes back, come back to you again, like that is good. Because sometimes some people just hey, though, and you'll do something for, for them, and you'll never get them back. Like uh, at least ninety percent of my clients have have done at least two work. I mean, I've done a art for them at least twice for ninety percent of the people I've done art for. So that's pretty big. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, not, that's a high retention that, rate. That, that's a high percent percentage and stuff, and and I like that, and it shows that hey, you know, this is not it's not like a one hit wonder. Or it's it's or it's not like they feel as though oh it, um it it wasn't as good as I hoped to so and I'm never gonna come back to him again like nah there's more they they come back for more um they refer more people to me um yeah so it's been it's been really good and I like that you know turnout stuff. It's almost like you're giving them a continuous experience, like a journey almost. Yeah, I I know. I think I think so. I don't know. I, I think people have. Yeah, I you know. There sometimes I'm like I don't know what my style of art is or so, but it's like when someone see it, they they can recognize it. They're like, oh, that that's a Gino art piece or so. So, but yeah, so they're just like, hey, I love the way you do it. I love the way you do your art and stuff. Like, is it? I mean, you say like it's it had some. It has some chaos, but it's also clean, like, like as in like the outline. So, because like I have this thing when I'm done with the art piece, I kind of have this black outline that I do on each piece to have the um, the image stand out from the background. So I I, I don't know. It's, I'm not too sure how to explain it, but they say like, hey, we can see how clean it is. It's not like chaotic or so. Like we don't know. I mean, like for some people they don't know you know, what this image is or what it is or where things are and stuff. But, but my stuff makes sense to them. I'm like, okay, thank you. I didn't notice. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you I, have a really I, distinct style. <laughs> huh? I was saying you have a really distinct style. Yeah. I think that that's one of the challenges that for a lot of artists that we, we want to go for. And so we want to have a style that, uh, that it isn't common. You know, it's like it's like people's and their handwriting and stuff. Like everyone have their own type of handwriting, and you and when you see enough a uh, person's handwriting, like enough time, you would know, like, hey, this is you know, this is John, or this is like you know, Will or something. So yeah, 
Uh, that, that, that's one of the challenges for a lot of artists, trying to create their own style. For sure. Well, I'm glad that you've mastered that. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you. I'm, it's, it's still a journey. Some, uh, sometimes, you know, after a few years or so, you feel as though, like, okay, let me switch it up a, a bit because I feel like this is too, you know, I, I've done this style long enough, so let me see what else I can do. Yeah, you definitely got to switch it up and put some variety in there, that's for sure. Yeah. All right, well, that was all the questions I had. Was there anything else you wanted to speak on before we wrap up here? No, so not not too much right now. Again, I just want to say I appreciate you taking the time to come on my podcast and tell us more about yourself and your work. I really enjoyed this conversation. Oh, yeah, it's all good, man. Thanks for having me. All right, take care, man. All right, thanks. You too. All right, peace. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed the show and had fun while learning more from everyday people just like yourselves. To support us and help us spread these stories even further, please consider giving us a review or rating on whichever platform you're streaming from. There will be links in the description box just in case you can't find it. And for more news and all things everyday people, join our newsletter by going to our website. By joining, you'll also gain exclusive offers and discounts on Illuminating Mycelium merchandise and apparel from our store. Just go to IlluminatingMyceliumPodcast.com or click the link in the description and become the Mycelium.